Welcome to the Weekly Driver Podcast, episode number eight. My name is James Rea, and I'm the editor and publisher of theweeklydriver.com. I'm also an automotive columnist once a week for Bay Area News Group, which is the San Jose Mercury and East Bay Times. My co-host is uh, my friend and colleague, Bruce Aldrich, and we're here today to talk about one of the phenomenons of the recent uh, automotive industry, and that is the trend to move away from stick shifts or manual transmissions to automatic transmissions and CVT, continuously variable transmissions. So that's our topic today. Bruce, how you doing? What's going on in your world? Good, James. I'd like to talk about transmissions because that's always, uh, hey, that's part of the, your interaction with a vehicle. So I always like them, but we're getting away from them, as you say. And that's a lot of reason is just uh, probably just long traffic lines. Who wants to sit around shifting when you don't have to? Yeah, I was reading these statistics, uh, depending upon what source you're looking at, and it was pretty surprising to me. And, and I'll, I'll just you know read, read some of this. At 1987, which you know is 30 years ago, that 25% of cars and 30% of trucks were sold with manual transmissions. Today, it's between 3 and 5%. Um, so there are obviously uh, young drivers, anyone under 30, let's just say, or anyone under 25. Number one, they might not know what a stick shift is, and if they do, they haven't learned how to drive it. So it's really a, a change in the industry in the last, well, much more prominently in the last 10 years, but overall in the last 30 years, and maybe even in the last five years or three years, that fewer and fewer cars and trucks have the option to have a manual transmission or an automatic transmission. So we have a list of some cars that that you that are available. If you were going to go out tomorrow and you were considering whether to get a manual or uh, what we would call a stick shift, um, we do have some cars that we can discuss that that are available. So, Bruce, what do you think? Um, uh, if you were going to go out and buy a car today, as a matter of fact, you have a, a, a Subaru Outback, and I think the year that you bought your car, that it was available with stick or manual. I'm um, sorry, pardon me, manual or automatic and we're not even sure now if you bought it today, if that would be the case. Yeah, right. Um, but at the time, I, I wanted the CVT, the Continuously Variable Transmission. It got better gas mileage, and you don't have to shift it. Uh, uh, to me, it's just a more durable transmission and uh, easier to use. So why would I want to get a stick? Right, particularly since you're taking your car, you live part-time in the Lake Tahoe area, and you know, you're in some inclement weather and you're going up and down mountains, you probably you don't want to spend too much time worrying about downshifting or, or any kind of shifting at all. You're, you're worried about the bad weather. And with that CVT, that takes all of that uh, part of the equation out of the equation and it just makes it for much more convenient driving. Absolutely. Convenience, for sure. I can still hold my coffee cup and uh, get down the road. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that uh, that's... Um, Part of the equation also is that maybe this ties in with all of the new technology that are, that's available in cars. Um, that's a positive on many levels, but also you, you, it's almost like you have to concentrate on other things, and, and maybe you have just have less and less time to concentrate on on shifting the car if you're worried about all these other things that you have to worry about with all the new technology. What do you think well, about that? Well, it is technology. I mean, James, when's the last time you got out to light the oil? powered lights, right, headlights, right, right. Or, or you had to crank the motor to get it started. Right. Well, technology got rid of that. Right. And to me, the shifting, technology is getting rid of it. That's right. 
So um, this past week, what surprised me is that I had uh, a 2018, one of the few 2018 cars I've tested uh, so far. It was an Audi A5, beautiful car, uh, no, down, no downside to this car at all. It's just a phenomenal car, other than Audis are pretty expensive. It was a $56,000 car. But I was reading up on it a little bit, and, it, and this one had an automatic uh, transmission. But it was available with a manual transmission. So I guess there are still people buying stick shift cars. Otherwise, they wouldn't have them available. But it really surprised me that that luxury sedan had the availability of having a six-speed manual transmission. Yeah, it, the, the purists still want the six. They want they want to get involved with right. every, everything in the car. They probably still want a manual choke. Personally, I don't want a manual choke, so I don't want to shift either. Right. If you're trying to get 100% of the uh, efficiency and uh, control of the car, I guess a manual is the way to go. So if you're on a track, a manual is great. But most people don't drive that way on the street. You don't need 100% performance. Yeah. And I think also, uh, if, unless I'm mistaken, that we when, when we were growing up, or even within the last five or ten years, um, automatic transmissions were, you know, four-speed automatic transmissions. Now you have, you know, six-speed, seven-speed, or even eight-speed uh, transmissions. And then, of course, as we mentioned, the continuously variable, the CVT, takes it into a whole other category. So the the automatic transmissions well maybe 10 years ago were, were still pretty, fairly limited i think exactly they were very limited i'll, I'll take you one further i remember the, in the uh, 70s um when we had used cars you know an old uh, camaro or something with a six speed or the i mean a six cylinder motor they'd have two speed automatics so really the, the real bottom end were two speeds and, and of course you could then they had available threes and four uh on manuals so the manual was better and got better gas mileage then when uh, eventually they obviously they went to three-speed automatics, but you had four-speed manuals. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, uh, the time you got uh, three speeds with overdrives or four four uh, geared automatic transmissions, then they had five-speed uh, manual transmissions. Of course, now we're up to six-speed manual transmissions. But guess what? Now the automatics, some of them are up to ten now. Up to ten, yeah. Well, I was, I was going through a list. Um, I think we, we found about 20 cars, 20 cars and trucks that if you were interested in buying a, a manual transmission, they were still available. And one of the ones that surprised me um, immediately was the Honda Accord. Now, it's one of the best-selling cars in the country. It's been that way for a very long time, and there are lots of good reasons. Great resale value, uh, very comfortable car. It's, uh, you know, it's got everything that you'd need for a family or a one-person family. It's just a very versatile car. And it's available, at least in the 2017 model, uh, with a six-speed manual transmission if you'd want one. Now, I can't, even, I can't imagine buying a Honda Accord with a six-speed manual. <laughs> Everybody out there listening, raise their hand <laughs> if they're going to buy a new Accord and they're going to get a manual transmission. I, I, how many are they going to make and how many, they, how many they could, could they consider actually selling? I don't know the how many actually people would want them, but I, maybe they just do that to, to make the... Uh, entry-level price point look lower than it really is maybe because nobody will order it they'll have to order the what is it probably fifteen hundred two thousand dollar to get the automatic transmission something like that um so going down the list now mazda sure come up in recent years with throughout its entire lineup people used to say oh, i'd never get a mazda it's a rotary engine and that's of course a long time ago 
but all of the Mazdas are getting really good ratings these days, and there's a Mazda 6, a wonderful, well, it's a competitor of the Honda Accord. It doesn't sell anywhere near as many, but it also has, um, you know, a 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine that's paired with a six-speed manual transmission in a sport and touring model. So here's another sedan that probably you would never think of getting with a manual transmission, and there it is available. Another another sedan that, how many could they possibly nah, sell? No, no one. <laughs> okay. Um, so even in, even in the pickup truck line, for example, there are a lot of the pickup trucks are going away. You mentioned earlier about the Ford F-150, the biggest selling car in the country, biggest selling vehicle in the country by far, 800,000 of them sold last year. And I think you told me earlier that it's not available in a 17 or an 18 when, model. When I was looking, no. You could have your choice of a 7 or I believe it was a, maybe it was a 10, maybe that one had the 10-speed transmission, automatics both though. And that you could make a case that many of those trucks are sold for ranches and, and for example, in Texas or other places, Nebraska, Oklahoma, where, you know, they're, they're utilitarian trucks. They, they work every day on ranches. And you could make a case that that would be a, a situation where you'd want a manual transmission. You're, you've got a downshift. You're going up a hill or downhill or in fields, and you'd want that flexibility. But that's not even the case anymore. No, you have to buy the bigger model, the 250 and the Fords, or you have to get one of the big Rams with a t Cummins turbo diesel um, to get the transmission. And uh, do you know, uh, in, in terms of this you know, acronym we've been saying, continual, continually variable transmission, um, in general terms, uh, I'm not that up to that, up, up on that knowledge. What, what exactly does it mean that, that the gear ratio is almost unlimited? It's, well, it's limited at the top and the bottom, but in between, it's, it's stepless. There, yeah, there's an infinite number of gears in between whatever the highest and the lowest is. And a lot of people don't like them. They're not a performance-type transmission because they you don't have a good feel of the car. With people say it's like a rubber band in there. I see. It's not, you're a, not connected. There's a rubber band. Like you say you want to, you should be in this gear, and by the time it gets down to that gear, then the, the motor's not at the right speed. And I see. so it's, it's, there's a disconnect. Does that, that doesn't pertain to the everyday uh, layperson driver that would be a person who knows engines and who knows skills in their driving and that gets back to the performance right it's yeah. good gas mileage but it's not a performance feature here's another one that um, you know it's the biggest selling sports car in history is the uh, Mazda Miata and now of course now they're calling it the Mazda MX-5 Miata and I was just reading here that about 60% of the Mazda MX-5 Miatas are in the U.S. are still sold with a manual transmission. That must be the biggest percentage by by far, and and the reason, according to this guy, is that it's a it's a fun car to drive. So people, going back to what we talked about earlier, people like the feel of being in control of driving a sports car, and they really appreciate if you like to drive, then uh, and you're in a Mazda Miata with the top down on a country road, you probably like to shift gears, and so that's probably the reason. That's got to be the reason why 60% of them are sold with a manual transmission. Sure. I, I've seen also, we've driven smaller cars, less expensive, uh, entry-level cars, say little Fiat 500s. Um, there's some um, Kias mm -hmm. that are entry-level, and you can get them with a, with a I think they're six speeds six at, speeds at that point. Yes. Um, but all of a sudden, it makes the car fun. What would be a normally a... A boring little econo box yes. is now fun because you get you got the old stick shift. Mm -hmm. So there is a fun factor there, but not all the time. Not all but the it's, time. But it's fun occasionally.
So and looking through that same type of car, uh, BMW 3 Series and 4 Series, um, you know, they, they have 6-speed manual transmission still available in the 3 Series and 4 Series Beamers. And I guess you could still make a case for it. It's, it's, a, it's a, a higher scale car than the, than the Miata. Uh, but it's still sport. Those are still sporty cars, and they would be the same type of driver who would like to have that. Uh, I don't want to say intimate feel for driving, but maybe that's exactly what it is. It's it's. Uh, it's you probably, want, a, probably a good word for it. Yeah, you want to you want to be part of the deal because after all, you're driving a performance car, and and uh, so the BMW hasn't gone away with. I think the the four series and the three series are their two most popular cars, um, so they still have it available, um, and also with some of the. Um, uh, some of the other BMWs, it's not listed here, but I, I think I've heard that some of the higher end ones still have the, the transmission too. There's also um, Cadillac has a uh, Cadillac ATS has a six speed manual transmission. Uh, Fiat 500, which I had recently, uh, has that, and I drove that that car. And in what you said earlier, applied to the Fiat. It really isn't one of my favorite cars, but when you get to shift it, it, it and the tops down, it adds. It does add it, something. It adds something to that car, and you think, boy, if I'm just scooting around town, what better way, better way to do it than have the top down while you're while you're shifting gears? Unless you've got your latte in your hand and you've got the cell phone in the other, which you're not supposed to do. But that that's probably one of the reasons. Another reason is that you, you just can't do. So, you have to have a third pedal, and you have to have more, you have to have at least two hands, right? Sure. And so, if you're on a hill, starting on a hill, and there's a something behind you, and you don't want to hit it back into it, it's it's a little tougher to get going. I remember years ago. Uh, uh, as a little bit of a diversion, one of the years I went to the Tour de France and had uh, rental cars. Sometimes the rental cars were, were manual transmissions. And when you're driving up Alpe d'Huez or one of the other famous mountains and you have to downshift and you've got a, there's a car three feet behind you and you're going up a big steep grade, you know, it's a big learning curve to make sure that you're not just grinding through that clutch all the time. And there's, you start to smell, a lot of people had burned out. Well, clutches. you're shifting with your left hand too, which doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But, there were a lot of people who blew clutches, uh, and a lot of people who back, you know, on those steep, gr- steep hills, just rolled right back into another car, and then, and then all hell broke loose, and people were angry with everybody. So the years that I got a rental car, when I got the car that I actually rented, uh, it was better with the manual transmission. As a matter of fact, one year I had a BMW. It was a blast to drive on the hills, but it did have a, it did have an automatic transmission, which made my life, you know, a lot easier for three weeks. Sure. Well, the next thing we touched on it maybe was the technology. It's finally the uh, automatics have overtaken the uh, manuals is for like gas mileage. Yes. The, uh, the the pure automatic they get they have more gears in them instead of a two or a three or a four speed they're up to ten speeds now, and they got a much better more efficient torque converter so there's not as much slippage there. And then they also have these new clutches out now or excuse me, not clutches, but uh, transmissions called uh, dual clutch. Yes. Which, uh, and they're different names depending on the manufacturer. I know uh, Porsche calls them PDK, but it's essentially two manual transmissions with two clutches in, in one box. So it's kind of an automatic manual, if you will. Yes. And they're as efficient as a regular true manual, and they shift far faster than a human can shift them. So that it's the best of both wheels, worlds. That's why, you know, Porsche and Ferrari and the supercars and all, they sell mostly those things as far as I know. 
I think I like the the saying that you just made up, "Best of both wheels." That's a, that's a good saying. Is that a wheel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah best of well, both we worlds. are talking about wheels. Yeah, best of both wheels and best of both worlds. I like I like both of them. Um, now, does um, the paddle shifters play into this on some level? If if you want to have fun still, um, you can use these paddle shift. And it, it always surprises me when you see a paddle shifters on a inexpensive car. So, what 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 are your thoughts on on uh, twenty five thousand dollar cars or twenty thousand dollar cars that have paddle shifters? I think it's a good thing. I think it's a for down if you got a long steep downgrade. I use them all the time going up over the summit in my little Subaru, and that's hardly a race car. That's Instead right. of riding the brakes, I, I lower it down a, a gear. Uh -huh. Of course, it's continuously variable, so it's not really down a gear, but it's down a notch. A notch, yeah. An electronic notch gear. And you and you don't have to again. You're it's the the shifters are on the steering wheel. Obviously, some some are lower, some are higher, some are a little bit more convenient than others. But by and large, they're very convenient. They're right. On that, the steering wheel. It's the it's the attempt to try to make driving fun. That's right. That's right. Um, in another area, I think that um, where the manual transmissions have suffered is if you if you have a car and you've had it for three or five or seven years, whatever it is, and it's got a manual transmission and you go to sell it, I'm assuming that the resale value of manual transmission cars, if it's a Honda Accord and it's got a manual, I think you're probably going to have... You're done. You're, you're, done. Not <laughs> you're done. sell that. If it's a Honda Accord with, a, with an automatic and it's in good condition, it sells in a day. Sure. But with a with a uh, six-speed manual, it's going to be a tougher sell and at a, at a lower price, obviously. It, yeah, it depends on the vehicle. If it's an old muscle car with a three-speed automatic... Nobody wants Nobody it. Nobody wants if you it. You got a, an old Muncie four-speed in that thing. That's right. that's what you got to have. So that's another factor. If you're, well, I don't know if so much for young people, but maybe for young people, you you buy a car and say, "Gee, I'm going to have this for five years. I, I think I better get that automatic transmission. Otherwise, it's going to sit in the garage and no one's going to buy it." Or older people, I don't know if it, if the same same formula works, but probably does. I, on all levels, a manual transmission is going to be harder to sell as a used car. I think so anymore. Back in the day, it was. That's what you wanted, but not not anymore. And and also another category we haven't discussed is probably the most popular uh, category right now is the, is the increase in sales of of uh, sport utility vehicles or crossovers. And you know, looking at a list I have that the you know the Jeep Renegade and the Jeep Patriot, Mitsubishi Outlander, the Nissan Juke, the Subaru Crosstrek and Forester, the Jeep Compass, the Jeep Wrangler, and and Wrangler Unlimited, all still have. Um, available manual transmissions along with the Honda uh, HRV the smaller uh, not the CRV but the HRV has a uh, Honda six, Civic platform yeah Honda Civic platform has a six-speed manual transmission and front-wheel drive models only so there's another smaller uh, segment of you know how many could they possibly make and sell in, in that and, and really why would you buy one no no words we're done <laughs> I think we killed it <laughs> yeah, it's done so Anyway, uh, to, to, to summarize uh, uh, about the increase in the, in the trend in the auto, one of probably the biggest trend in the automotive industry, I think, would be manual transmissions were the way to go. Uh, an automatic transmission was a luxury. And originally, you paid right. more yeah. for that. And so now it's the complete opposite of that. So in, in summary, the, the reasons are, uh, number one, they're the CVT or the automatic transmission just makes everything a lot easier and, and more young people have know how to drive them. You don't have to have your mom or your dad or your big brother or sister take you out to learn how to drive a stick shift. It's right there in front of you and it, it's a lot easier. So I think that would be the number one. Number two, 
Bruce Number Wayne. two is uh, the technology is there and it gets better gas mileage. Who doesn't want better gas mileage? Right. And, and no, and there's no loss. Right. And I think on number three, perhaps I don't, I don't have the complete stats in front of me, but I think that there used to be quite a difference in the price point. As I mentioned, the, the automatic was a, was an optional and that cost you more. Now I think that it's it's reverse almost that the stick would cost you more or at least it would be it's, even. Yeah, it's flat. It's I flat. Think, yeah. So there's no there's no cost factor involved uh, of uh, of getting the automatic transmission. It's not an extra charge. So there probably are three uh, main reasons. And number four we just hit upon would be the resale. So there's at least four predominant reasons, four major reasons why getting an automatic or a CVT just makes a whole bunch of sense and that ties into why only 5% of the cars or less are selling with uh, with manual transmissions. Yep, I think that kind of summarizes it. Now you, you, you get the old guys with their diesel trucks, they want a manual. That's right. They're pulling that trailer, but I, I just think that's old school logic. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't understand why you need a manual. I don't, I don't either. Well, that just about sums up uh, episode number eight of the Weekly Driver uh, podcast. If you'd like to support us, we, we, we do have that availability on the podcast homepage. Uh, there's a PayPal sign-up if you'd like to um, support our efforts. And also make sure to visit uh, my website, uh, www.theweeklydriver.com. Thanks for joining us, Bruce. Thanks for the episode. Yes, let's go. Okay, talk to you again next week. Thank you.